0: I support the Black Lives Matter movement. A person of color that I admire is Maya Angelou. She was a poet and civil rights activist. And here are some of her words of wisdom. If you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. End quote. Ugh, isn't that so good? <sighs> Another one. You may not control all the events that happen to you, But you can decide not to be reduced by them. Now that is so fitting, especially for everything in the world right now with COVID and all the things that that is affecting. That is just such a fitting quote. If you haven't read any of her work, do it. She wrote some amazing and inspirational things. Hello, my little strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstition. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. And now for some Everyday Folklore. Who has ever heard the phrase, the witching hour? Now the witching hour is commonly misunderstood to be midnight, but it's actually 3am. The belief is, at this time of night, the veil between our world and the spirit world is the thinnest, making it easier for spirits to interact with the living. It is also believed to be prime working time for witches and psychics. As far as the witching hour being 3 a.m., there are different theories on why it's the hour between 3 and 4 a.m. The most dominant is the thought that when Jesus Christ was crucified, he died at 3 a.m., marking that time as the darkest time in Christian history. I mean, if you really want to get technical about it, we have time zones now that was not a thing way back in the day when they were crucifying people on the regular. So I guess if you really want to know the exact time, you'd have to look into when it's 3 a.m. in the Middle East. And then you would be wary. <laughs> the phrase, the witching hour, was first recorded sometime around 1835, though the origin seemed to be from a period of time in 1535, where the Catholic Church, Forbade activities during three and four a.m. due to the rising concerns about witchcraft in Europe. Huh, that is quite interesting. That's the first time I, I looked into why it was at three a.m. But mm-hmm, mm. and well, completely regarding the time zones and how that goes into it. If you happen to wake up around three a.m. and you get some creepy vibes, maybe sprinkle some salt, burn some sage, whatever your go-to is. Or, if you feel a friendly presence, make some tea and, I don't know, pull up a chair and have a nice chat with Casper. Either way, let me know how it goes. And I've hidden a little easter egg in my episodes. I have it set to upload every other Friday at 3am. You know, it's the simple things in life. Some girls may get their kicks by piercing their nipples, taking shots, or wearing frisky underwear. But me, I just talk to my microphone about monsters and superstition. Booyah! And then I think, (laughs) I'm going to upload this during the witching hour. (laughs) Because I'm so cool. Boring, you say? Well, that's quarantine for you. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Hi, and welcome to Folklore Friday. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm joined by my husband, Chris.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And our friends, Cecily. Hi. And Nathan. Here. (laughs) And how we know Cecily and Nathan is we know them through through the Upfront Theater, which is pending. (laughs) It's closed right now because of the pandemic. But how long have you known Nathan
2: and Cecily, Chris?
1: I'm... I'm not sure. Many, many, many years. <laughs> I know actually. the answer to that. Cecily knows the exact answer.
2: <laughs> I met Chris in 2011. He was trying to be... I don't know what you were trying to do. You were trying to be weird on purpose to see how I would react. I
3: remember this. <laughs> specifically.
2: We were, I was volunteering at the theater and it was during the break you came out and sat where i was sitting and then just stared at me in the darkness but i could feel you staring at me and i didn't want to give you the satisfaction of looking at you because i was like what is the end game here uh and that was the first time that i met you in 2011 Class. i'll never forget it that's so funny um but now i think that moment is very funny and in the moment i was like what is going on (laughs)
3: <laughs> but
2: now I get it. you were trying to be funny and I didn't get it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Cecily and Nathan have or Cecily and Chris have performed improv at the theater and you do stand up, right Nathan?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. But you hosted though.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I host stand up and then uh ran the tech booth for some of the shows. That was what I
1: some many number Enjoyed of the do. shows yeah yeah that was what i liked to do nathan dabbled in some improv though yeah. too and he was better than he thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yes and then stand up was just a
4: constant burden there
0: was a couple there was like a couple nights where i think it was the um 50 shades of velvet which was like an improvised uh romance novel yeah and there was a night that you teched for it and it was amazing like because it's like the lights and the music like there's a lot you can do to make the show and then the next night I saw it because I take pictures for, for the theater for their Instagram mm-hmm. the next night it was somebody else teching and it was like <laughs> I was like why is this so horrible <laughs> oh. <laughs> because you weren't teching. and I think that person was kind of new so they were getting but it was a completely different experience because you did such a good job and yeah. then I was like Really let down when <laughs> like oh. you weren't techie.
4: Well, thanks. I love I love getting into it, and and especially when there's someone there to play the piano, and I can focus on just lights or something. It's just uh, it's fun fun to be the environment.
0: Mm-hmm. It definitely makes like a very big difference, and I. I know Chris was in the show, and I could. I was like, because I've been with Chris for a while, I'm like, I know what he's thinking. He's not liking what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I,
2: I think that's something people don't think about, is the technical improviser is a huge character in the show. People yeah. don't think about it. And when you make a conscious choice to not be a character in the show, you're supposed to be a character in, it is a noticeable absence.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Well put. Very well put.
0: Yeah, and... I, although I don't do improv because it scares me, I am an actor. And so I can, I can tell when things are like working and I can tell when they're not. Cause I think like if I was on that stage, would I be happy with what's going on? <laughs> but yeah.
4: Yeah. It's like a feeling in the room that whether you're performing or watching a show, you can feel it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think that's true. And so, and I, I don't know how long I'm, how, well, however long I've known Chris I've known you guys because I got yeah. introduced to the upfront crew and we've been together four years now. Yes.
1: Well, since December of 2014. Okay, so we've been
2: married for four years, but yeah. 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 I remember when you showed up to the theater, baking all kinds of wonderful <laughs> treats. we were are like, oh, it's this angel of baked goods? <laughs> yeah. Who I was is like, this? you're vegan? I brought vegan ones. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sweet. It was wonderful. I, oh. I remember still, especially um there was ones you made for hellingham i think that were all like looked like yeah blood spatter and i was like this is yeah so
1: cool. and then like little knives and, yeah. yeah those <laughs> were so amazing. Those.
2: those were so fun yeah it
0: was that's a messy process because it's like splattering like yeah. <laughs> but chris and i didn't oh wait did we live together at that point i mean were we married at that point
3: <laughs>
1: i don't think so No, we're,
0: those listening that I slip that up. was
1: our first october um i, I was together
0: we were pretty old-fashioned. We didn't live together until we were married, um, which makes me sound boring. but <laughs> No, it's special. It's yeah. But um, I, Cecily and Nathan started coming over and playing board games, even when we were in our old... Because we lived... Okay, we lived in the same apartment complex. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> which was like... We,
0: it was not the best. It was like they kept upping the rent, but the apartments kept falling apart. Like, it was just like... And there's shady people. We lived across the street from, like, a drug
2: dealer... Uh we had we had a family of rats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh in the apartment. Yeah, in the apartment. Oh god. And
4: they did not contribute.
2: No, <laughs> they didn't do anything except for stash eggshells behind the couch. I mean, I thought Hi. they were pretty cute though. I saw them a few times. I mean, let's be real. I have a thing for rodents, I think. <laughs>
3: um
2: but uh yeah, that place was really quiet. We opened a cupboard one time and the cupboard just crumbled off of the thing in our hands and then we just kind of put it in another cupboard
3: and didn't speak of it again yeah
2: <laughs> not the best yeah. apartments <laughs>
1: like yeah we have a leaky ceiling and stuff and
2: oh yeah our bathroom uh-huh. our bathroom
1: was l- l- leaking and uh, from the outside rain and and then uh there's black mold in places yes and, yeah
2: I remember at one time Mm -hmm. I got home from a particularly horrible work day and I just wanted to lay down and take a nap. So I was laying down on my bed and I was on my phone. And then I hear this water dripping, but I don't see water anywhere. And I'm like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden I look at the light fixture and it's filling up with black water. So like the light fixture was leaking and I only had so long to move the bed out of the way. And it was like an iron bed frame. And (laughs) I was like much (laughs) smaller than I am now. So I was like on the floor, like, (laughs) <laughs> like, to get, and I barely got it out of the way in time. But then the whole ceiling was all like. Was oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> I think I remember yeah. you telling me that once. It was horrifying. I uh, missed my backup good, too. And I was like, oh.
0: But the happy part of that story is we were all house hunting around the same time. Yes,
2: we were because yeah. we got sick of it there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We all we all want stuff and we're like, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys found one before us. And then we found one it was like a couple like it was in the same summer mm-hmm. and it was nice to be able to be like how are you guys doing because we're going crazy <laughs> <laughs> not not a fun task looking for places to
2: live in Bellingham no certainly not
0: yeah and we live like so when we went on our walk earlier they came over and we took all of our dogs on a walk I don't know if you noticed but that street we went on there's like a sign that says entering Bellingham and that's oh. what made the difference like inside Bellingham territory or Bellingham on territory like, you know, the city of William Limits, there was, like, this price drop, like, right outside. Oh. And we're, like, maybe six blocks outside. Oh, look at them. Our dogs are checking each other out now. One of them's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Silly pups. So, yeah, that's how we know each other. We caught up. We talked about quarantine. Luckily, Nathan and Cecily are still working, luckily, and kind of not luckily, because you guys work at Taco Time. And I can imagine it's like super freaking busy.
2: Yeah, it's really, it's kind of stressful, but it's nice to have a job and the company's doing the best they can to take care of us. So that's, that's good. I mean, you can tell that the, no matter how strong the owners are feeling, they're, they're trying to make it right by us and do what they can to help support us. And it, it feels good in that respect. But yeah, it's a pretty trying time.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I, I told, like I told you earlier, I've gone out and I've gotten like fast food a couple times and the line. is just like, big, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most times of the day, I'm just like, well, oh. were you yeah. going to say, so? I saw like I, <laughs> yeah, I'm still not working, but unemployment came in last Woo! time. I did not. And I was just like,
3: like biting down my nails. <laughs> yeah. So
0: today we're going to talk about unicorns. And I thought Sason C- 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 and Nathalie.
3: <laughs> yep. Sason C- 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 and Sason C- C-
0: C- C- and Nephily. I thought Nathan and Cecily would be good because Cecily has a pretty impressive tattoo on her hand. Will you tell us about your tattoo?
2: yes uh it is a unicorn I'm gonna look at it now. um
1: and that's it that's, it the, that's the, yeah.
2: the whole story i'll, I'll hold yeah. it up for the microphone so <laughs> yeah. you can all see it. i'll I'm I'm add a picture to
1: instagram <laughs>
2: um she is it's like a three-quarter profile thing she's like kind of got a sassy head turn going on <laughs> uh it, i specifically requested it that way like she was heading a different direction but turned back to look at you you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. um and you
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, she's got flowers and she's got like this fiery sunset behind her which I think of as like is magic you know mm-hmm. um, but I feel like if Lisa Frank would design a tattoo it would look a lot like this one oh and the, I think the most important part is that the horn is going up my middle finger because I am yep. a sass machine <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> but that was also an accident
2: oh yes wink wink I would never <laughs> If my managers are listening, this was an accident. (laughs) So tell us why, why
0: did you decide to get like a unicorn? I've always loved unicorns.
2: Um, They are just so special and so unique and beautiful and wonderful. And I think that um, everybody has a little bit of that in them. And I thought, why not just pull it to the surface, y'all? So that's what I did. (laughs) Um, And I also have this little unicorn talisman that I have on me a lot. Oh, um, and it says "Have a magical day." Oh, that's so cute! And it's got like little gems and stuff. Uh, and I love her very much.
0: That's uh, cool.
2: So I just, I just think that they're so mythical, and I think that they actually used to exist. So I don't uh, know. I just feel a strong tie to them, and I don't know why. Oh, so that's um, cool. It's like your spirit animal in a way. Yeah, I think, I think that probably the close like. Okay, this is going to sound really weird, but I think that they were, I think I used to be a deer, first of all, in another life. Hmm. And I think that the, the there was like a common ancestor between deer and horses, and it was a unicorn because it's got like the, the uh, like what is antlers. that? antlers. Like, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and that's, so that's what I think. And I feel a really strong connection to deer. Anytime like I've seen one, it's been like a really powerful experience. Oh, you have a deer tattoo. I do, yes. I didn't know that. And I don't understand why. I can't explain what I feel when I see deer like in person, like through a car, it's not as much, but when I see one in person, it's just something that is powerful. And I think that it has something to do with that. That's cool. I didn't know any of that. I think that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, that will
0: be okay. Cool. Because I looked up a little bit of the history of the folklore of unicorns and I wanted to kind of talk about
3: that.
1: And it's all very dark.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, it's actually... It's really... It's real bad. Anyway,
1: it's... (laughs) Turn up that screen brightness.
0: (laughs) Here we go. So, along with mermaids and dragons, unicorns are among the world's best-known mythical creatures. The unicorn is a legendary creature that has been described since antiquity as a beast with a single large pointed spiral horn projecting from its forehead, and it was first mentioned in 5th century B.C., Okay, so the unicorn appeared in early Mesopotamian artwork, and it is also referred to in an ancient myths of India and China. The earliest description in Greek literature of a single horned, some funky Greek word, animal was the history of Situs. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Who recorded tales he heard from travelers, and that was in 400 BC. He related that an Indian, or yes, that an Indian horse was the sight. Cy- oh no, no, an Indian <laughs> wild ass what it says was the size of a horse with a white body, purple head, blue eyes, and on its forehead was a cubit long horn. And I looked up a cubit and it's about 18 inches. So that's like, that's that's long. And
1: a decent size.
0: Yeah. And colored colored red at the pointed tip, black in the middle and white at the base. Those who drank from its horn were thought to be protected from-
1: Is it saying that the horn is those colors?
0: Yeah, so at the horn, the tip is red. It's black in the middle, and it's white at the base, which is, I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen one depicted like that. Those who drank from its horn were thought to be protected from stomach trouble, epilepsy, and poison. It was the very fleet of foot, or it was very fleet of foot and difficult to capture. The actual animal behind Sita's description was probably the rhinoceros. But yeah. Hmm. I didn't know it was in all of those areas. I thought the unicorn was just like a European myth. Oh, but here we've got China, Mesopotamia,
2: Greek, and India. That's what makes me think it actually was a thing. Because if that many people thought of like, seeing it, that's just too much to be a coincidence, I think. Mm-hmm. Too much.
1: Alright, one of the earliest such interpretations appears in the ancient Greek bestiary, which states bestiary. that... Bestiary. bestiary. Okay, let's just back up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, have I, have not that
0: I
1: says bestiary. It says <laughs> best.
0: It's Bestiary. Oh, sorry. Well, that's how they spell,
1: but I know it's bestiary. Sorry. All right. One of the earliest such interpretations appears in ancient Greek bestiary, which states that the unicorn is a strong, fierce animal that can be caught only if a virgin maiden is placed before it.
3: Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn leaps into the virgin's lap. And she suckles it and it leads it to the king's palace. That's right. You heard the unicorn leaps into the virgin's <laughs> lap and she suckles it and it, and then leads it to the king's palace. Medieval writers thus likened the unicorn to Christ. Yeah. Who raised up a horn of salvation for mankind and, uh, dwelt in the womb of the Virgin Mary. Hmm. <laughs> Other uh, legends tell of the unicorn's combat with the elephant, whom it oh. finally spears to death
3: oh, no. with its
1: horn. Jesus. Nature.
2: That's so sad. Nature.
1: Nature. <laughs> and of the unicorn's purifying of poisoned waters with its horn so that other animals may drink. So it used its horn to clean up some waters for other animals. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well,
0: that, okay. So there's a. In the legends where the unicorn jumps into a maiden's lap, they believe the unicorn's like, like a dog kind of size, like, like a, like a Great Dane. I'll post some pictures. Like
2: a tiny horse. Yeah. Yeah. Like those little Shetland's ponies. Uh, (laughs) Super tiny.
1: Come, come then. Tiny horse. Suckle. I'll take you to the King's palace.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, the part about the Virgin made me think of, uh, what's that movie? What's that movie with Tom Cruise back when he had crazy eyebrows? A kid. top
3: gun yeah top gun
1: it's totally top gun
0: <laughs> legend
1: legend yes legend with the unicorn in it
0: yeah because yeah. they say something like only a virgin can lure uh, a unicorn but i think it more has something to do with the purity but the hmm. combat with an elephant
1: have you not seen legend either of you
2: I feel like oh, I would remember that because I hate Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why you avoided <laughs> it, yeah. but it's it's based it's around good. a unicorn and the power of a unicorn. It's actually
0: pretty interesting. It's, Tim Curry's in it.
1: Yeah. Very, oh, well, it's like a fan, it, fantasy type movie. That's like, very, oh. very interesting. It's got goblins and stuff. in
0: Oh, cool. He's, he's like a right, giant even, demon, Tim Curry. It's,
1: it's really interesting. It's up your
0: alley. I think you'd like
3: it. Yeah. yeah.
4: Legend. I like the name. So I'm in. Hmm. That that's
1: that's all that needed to <laughs> sell you on it. Yeah, legend. legend. Sure. What about I am legend?
3: <laughs> that was good. <laughs>
2: it was all right. I did see it. I disagreed.
4: Awful. And okay. uh, and the name, of course, Tom Cruise, pretty big name, well like known.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. Me next. Okay. okay. Oh, cups reputedly made of unicorn horn, but actually made of rhinoceros horn or narwhal tusk. Where high, why is the narwhal want a tusk? It doesn't come out of its mouth anyway. It does, in <laughs> fact. No way.
1: A narwhal's horn is actually one. Of it's two of its teeth that then go through its head and and curl into that horn. Isn't so that a
3: painful. Sound? A
1: narwhal horn is actually yeah, a couple of its teeth.
2: It's like an That's inverted tooth. That's yeah. Also horrifying. How does it, it eat?
1: Well, it still has other teeth, but that these oh, two that okay. actually make that horn are are, are, are teeth and not like antlers like That's
2: pretty amazing. you would see
1: on a deer or anything.
2: Well, I take it all back. I sound like a butt. <laughs>
1: right.
2: uh, it's okay, it's okay. I'm gonna just pick up here. Uh, <laughs> narwhal no tusk. End. They are tusks, by the way. Uh, <laughs> were highly valued by important persons in the Middle Ages as a protection against poisoned drinks. Many fine representations of the hunt of the unicorn survive in medieval art, not only in Europe, but also in the Islamic world and in China. The Ki Kailin, Ki oh, Lin yeah. I don't know of Chinese lore, which had a twelve foot horn on its head and a coat of five sacred colors, was renowned for bringing good luck. Hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I've heard of the uh, the po- there was something I read where there was a poisoned well and the unicorn dipped its horn in and then saved the whole village. So yeah. like I've I've heard of that before, and I'm sure that people. Took advantage of that, selling all sorts of things, saying it was unicorn stuff. Like, I think that probably happened a lot. Like, road merchants were just like, This is from a unicorn,
0: yeah, it will cure you. Yeah, it's all about like curing ailments and, and like, yeah, like making the water not poison. All right, Nathan, I'll go ahead and let you read that one. My turn, yeah.
4: So, in preparation for this, I did a little research and this is just (laughs) off the cusp here. (laughs) Um, So I'd like to share that with you now. Um, So unicorns like mermaids were long thought to be real. Uh, Both were based on legends, legends. We spoke about those Uh, a little bit ago Mm -hmm. and and firsthand accounts from travelers to distant regions, uh, not nearby. (laughs) Unicorns have a rich pedigree, having been discussed by luminaries such as Aristotle, Julius Caesar, and marco polo wow i know right (laughs) belief in unicorns increased with the invention of printing and distribution of the bible um which mentions the creatures at least seven times in the old testament i'm gonna have to go check that out
0: well i got it right here no need
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, that
3: was so funny. Don't
4: <laughs> what did you do with it we had okay
0: <laughs> the internet my friend no but like okay so i'll read the the verses that i found interesting and then i'll list the other ones okay so in numbers 24 8 it says god god brought him forth out of egypt he hath as it were the strength of a unicorn he shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. So that unicorn sounds pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> like in that. And then here's another reference. That's a dog drinking, by the way. Thirsty pup. Yeah. It's kind of a strange sound. You don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. So in Deuteronomy 33, 17, it says, his glory is like the firstling of his bullock, which is like a cow uh, bull. I guess it's more like a bull, but that's just like an old term, how to say it. And his horns are like the horns of unicorns with them. He shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. And I like that one. Cause it's again, sounds pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Like there's really strong unicorn and then, okay. So in Psalms 20, 22, 21 and Psalms 92, 10 speaks of the unicorn's horn. And then there's also Job 39, 10 and 39. Oh wait, <laughs> edit that. I wrote it twice. Job thirty nine ten, both speak of the unicorn tilling the earth, and then there's Isaiah, which mentions the unicorn, in the same context as bulls. And other translations um, differ, and it says wild ox. Uh, I think some of like the I think the NIV, so the new that doesn't have like the this. Is, so these are the King James version, but in some of the newer translations, it's wild ox instead, which kind of blew my mind because. I was raised fairly religious, and even though I'm not, like, active right now in the church, like, I was pretty knowledgeable, and I felt like I knew the Bible really well, and I was like, what?
2: How do I not remember yeah, that's pretty, I did not come up? That's, that's pretty shocking to me. I feel like if they wanted me to pay attention in Sunday school, they should have mentioned that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they didn't. Because, like, as I've gotten into folklore and gone
0: back, there's mentions of, of witches and prophets prophetess i don't know if priestess priestess and some of which that can call forth spirits from the dead and there's mention of dragons there's there's a lot more in especially the old testament of like mythological things than i remember i think they just kind of glaze over that part like let's just talk about repentance and
3: it'll
4: it'll be mentioned (laughs) quickly and then they get
0: and the things you need to know yeah (laughs) because i don't
4: remember unicorns but they're
3: probably
0: in there yeah well it's and I mean, the Old Testament's thick, but
2: there's a lot of things.
3: <laughs> You're
1: wrong. So, some believe that the unicorn went the way of the dodo bird and is now extinct. A religious theory is that when Noah built the ark, the unicorns were too wild to capture and were washed away by the great flood. Oh.
2: Well, that's uh-huh. upsetting and yet poetic. Yeah. That
1: ties into the you story. Could,
2: yeah, like you couldn't you couldn't catch
0: them.
1: Unicorns were symbols of purity, is that what that
3: is trying to? Say?
0: Sorry. Yeah.
1: Okay. Unicorns were symbols of purity. Uh, the lion is said to be the unicorn's enemy. Perhaps due to its stature as the king of the jungle, many illustrations attest to competitions between the two. Poet Edmund Spencer's The Fairy Queen from 1590 describes a bitter rivalry between the animals, though they appear together on the royal coat of arms of the United Kingdom, the lion representing England and the unicorn representing Scotland.
2: Wow. Wow that's very interesting i'm
0: trying to
4: scotland has a unicorn.
0: there we go i had to find it okay so here's like um one of the emblems you got the lion and the unicorn this is like a a newer version because some of them are really faded i'll put these pictures on instagram but in see and this this is a lion and a unicorn i'm looking at a picture of a tapestry And the unicorn's horn is really long. It's, like, taller than the unicorn, I
1: think. But So maybe that's what it is right there. The lions just simply won out, you know and what? they murdered all the oh, unicorns. No.
2: What are they surrounded by, ferrets? I'm, <laughs> I'm not
0: sure. No. Cecily has, speaking of ferrets, I know you said you had a thing for Rhoda. How many ferrets do you
2: have? Five. She's got five ferrets. Those yeah. do look like ferrets. Yeah, they do. At least some of them. I know a couple yeah. of them are bunnies. But, I don't know. That looks like a little thing You know what? Five little critters. What's interesting about that segment to me is that, and I'm not saying it didn't go down this way, because I wasn't there at the Ark bit. I don't know. But <laughs> a unicorn is too wild, but y'all got all those monkeys on there. Like, I don't know. I just, I think that was purposefully left out. I think that they had something against those unicorns. They were jealous of them or something, or something ate them on the boat.
3: Oh, lions, God. Lions. oh! <laughs> we
1: got them on. Let's. Uh, where can we put them? Not lion? a lot of space. Not a lot of space left with the uh, with some of these uh, non carnivores. You know? Put them next to the lions. <laughs>
3: yeah. Put them well, in the, the lion space. thing. It's yeah. That's
2: a good, oh, a a good, good space. space. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, all they drank was wine back then.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: They could have okay. been <laughs> thinking clearly. <laughs> Everyone thought Noah yeah. was crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's all they were doing. You thi- Just building a boat and making a drinking a bunch of wine.
2: <laughs> Think about this. You're going to go make a whole new world and the whole world is flooded. There's a lot of water. What if it's poisonous? You're going to need a unicorn. They definitely brought a unicorn yes! and something happened to it.
0: <laughs> that's so good. Mm. I like that theory. It's like, if that was the case, you'd want one of those. Does
4: anyone know, did Noah build the ark by himself?
0: Oh yeah though. Yeah. Like his, a small group family. of helpers. Yeah, yeah. well so there was like yeah.
4: He was probably pretty Meaning tired. Meaning his,
0: his family <laughs> was very big. It oh. wasn't just like me and my five kids. So he brought
4: his whole family within just like one of it the It was animals. like
0: descendants of because they were supposed to live like a long, long time. And so oh, there right. was it was a big extended family. Okay. So he's like, okay. Um there's a song by the Irish Rovers and this is a big hit in my family. Um I I don't know the title. I should look it up. But it's all about you know. I think it's just called the Unicorn, but it goes <laughs> you've got your green alligators and long neckies some humpy back camels and some chimpanzees some cats and rats and elephants the more you, something bum bum but the loveliest of all was the unicorn and then it, it talks about the flood and how they couldn't catch the unicorns it, with the
2: loveliest of all
0: was the <laughs> unicorn. unicorn it's really really good some humpy back camels and some chimpanzees anyway huh. Huh. that's a that's a fun song You should yeah. I mean,
2: it's fun but sad you know I can now that I'm thinking about the whole Noah's Ark thing, why are you going to keep a slug?
3: <laughs> There's so many things that they could
2: because think about yeah. what they didn't put on there. Think about like, what they did not put on there, and yet we have slugs and we have uh, sea cucumbers. I guess they didn't. I guess they didn't have I to didn't have those do those. Words. Yeah, but still, we have them. <laughs> But we have some and we weird animals. We don't have unicorns. We don't. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I could get upset about it if I think about it more. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> okay. So here's the part. Oh, great. I didn't highlight it. I thought that said beef in unicorns, uh, but it does oh. not say that. Uh, belief in unicorns had waned by the age of enlightenment around the 1700s as more and more of the world was explored and the animals were not found. Unicorns then found their way into fairy tales and folk tales. The imagination of their magical nature becoming more and more elaborate. Yeah, I would say that. Do you guys know
0: some? I mean, the only tales I know of unicorns are like I hear people like, "Oh yeah, there's tales of unicorns," but I haven't heard very many. I'd like to. You no, know know, I, I mean? think
2: I think the only thing like the only times I've heard of them are like in modern things are like in paintings but i think those fairy tales like stopped got like were stopped people didn't tell them until yeah. like a, a long time ago mm-hmm. you know what i mean i said they're not <laughs> being no they're not being circulated like yeah
0: we have old fairy tales that are popular but that's because they've somehow like we have cinderella there's hundreds of versions of cinderella there's multiple versions of sleeping beauty but like I think maybe because that had like maybe social commentary Mm -hmm. a lot because it had to do with like people, but I know that there's tales of unicorns and I'd like to find them. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, what it then turned into, I think what it's kind of saying to it is that these tales became maybe a little too fantastical for what I know, like a unicorn to be is just like these crazy magical powers usually is associated with it that then... It became easy to dismiss it as being real because it became too fantastical when it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, it was just basically this horse-like creature, you know, hooved creature that had one horn.
2: You know, I wonder if it has to do with the more we discover about science and the nature of the world, the less there is to wonder. And so then there's less fairy tales and there's just more explanations. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, I wonder if that has something to do with it. That would make sense. Or I know for a while, I thought a Pegasus and a unicorn were the same thing. I have seen that before. Where like, yeah. you have Pegasus that have, or Pegasi perhaps, <laughs> I don't know, but they have uh-huh. a horn or you have unicorns with wings, which is the same thing, but sometimes they're called different things. So well, I don't, maybe there's, cause there's more Pegasus I think in, in stories now than unicorns. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, Pegasus is typically from Greek mythology yeah. and they usually don't have horns. Mm-hmm. But it's just a winged horse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I do think people mix them up like quite a bit because it's like, it's already this magical creaser, creature and it's like wings. Yes. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Not even
1: mix them up. Right. It's like, it's like depicted that way. And a lot of, I've yeah. seen that in different mm-hmm. movies and shows and stuff where it's like, yeah, it's the the unicorn has wings or, or it's a uh-huh. Pegasus that has a horn. And you're mm-hmm. like, wait, what's, what is yeah. it now? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. All right.
1: All <clears> right. <throat> Just my
2: mm-hmm. huh. it's short.
4: Eventually unicorn
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not short enough.
4: You <laughs> <clears throat> keep that in. Fine. <laughs> Gosh. Eventually unicorns became associated with rainbows, which led to to a symbol for the lgbt community in the last five years unicorns have become very popular in imagery in anything from clothes to food unicorn clothing not just for children but adults as well in food unicorn desserts are very popular most recognizable are unicorn cakes even starbucks got in on the action by creating the unicorn frappuccino with bright purple pink and blue colors Comment on that is uh, the place I worked at the time that they released that we had to try it just because it was a new thing. Oh, really? And then they also released the crystal ball, and it's like, well, we have to try that. <laughs> it's a weird thing where it's like, that's great. Maybe they're playing off the symbolism of the unicorn and uh-huh. the mystical crystal ball, but it's like, yes, yeah, Be- oh, yeah.
0: No, that's cool. I have very
4: strong feelings about that.
0: Uh, what on what? Just the fact
4: that whatever you put on a menu board in front of people, they're uh-huh. like, yes.
0: Oh, myself so included. Advertising and yeah. like targeting and and, and using Marketing, using things
4: that have this depth in society to get you to buy a, you know,
1: a milky drink.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: they're the, like the
1: dragon drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, like,
0: oh,
1: I gotta. Not, uh, I heard a dragons, <laughs> fruit punch and fire.
2: I think that maybe because unicorn is still synonymous with something rare and special and magical, mm-hmm. they're using that um, connotation right. with the word to be like a unicorn pizza. Here you go, like, dummy. Sp- yeah, like, oh, it's <laughs> special. <It's
0: laughs> yeah, six dollars. I'll order this. Yeah. No, I can I can totally see that. I do think it I do think it's a clever marketing tactic, it, but it blew up. Yeah. I, and now that I've studied marketing and I'm a graphic designer, I understand a bit more of how like target audiences go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this happened, but it is genius because it goes from, it's all over. It's children. So it's like little girls. It's the LGBT community and it's adults. Like, like you can be anyone and be like, I want that unicorn frappuccino. They're not giving that to children. I don't know. It's just like, it's very clever marketing. I don't know how this wildfire
2: caught, What well, it caught. It reminds me of in the nineties when everyone was all about, um, uh, Tweety Bird and, um, Oh, yeah. tinkerbell yeah. it was for kids oh, yeah but then it was everyone everywhere forever and i think it had the same thing where it was just like a magical mm. mystical thing like a talking cute little bird or like this little fairy with magic dust and it's kind of like people trying to capture the wonder that that used to be associated with those things but now they're all over the place but people still want what it used to be i think so they're just kind of clinging to it
0: yeah there oh. was there's a skit by um What's, what are their names? Key and Peel. Yeah. Where he, they, they do this like intro, you know, they do like a little stand up intro and they said, remember in the 90s you'd walk around and the toughest guy in the neighborhood had like a Tweety Bird shirt. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and they did this whole scene that was like these like warlords in like Africa somewhere and one of the guys had like a Simpsons shirt on. <laughs> he was like shooting people, but um, I don't know. But yeah, I made you think of that. There was like, I know grown men with like Tattoos like Marvin the Martian or like Bugs Bunny. And yeah, I, I do remember when that was. And I, and as a kid, I was like, you're a grown up. Like, you know, I and don't understand.
1: It's, it's interesting. I wonder when it actually happened, though, that the unicorn was associated with rainbows. Because even in what we were looking up and what we had just previously said, that there wasn't anything like, you know, it was making water good for everyone to drink but and it didn't say and then the rainbow was with
0: it (laughs) yeah i wonder if it's like a modern day yeah who did
1: that somebody must have done it right or they're like you know what who rainbows with this and And they run on them what's
2: interesting about that is that the rainbows already sort of belong to another mythical creature the leprechaun so Yeah. yeah suddenly the leprechaun is being shoved aside (laughs) (laughs) or kicked aside perhaps by the unicorn
3: mm -hmm. yeah because
2: i looked i looked to see if there was anything
0: but it all had to do with like poison and like symbols of different countries like scotland but there was nothing for rainbow, so it makes me think that that is a, a modern adaptation
1: i mean well the unicorn's owning the rainbow, yeah, right? Hey, it's really, yeah. it's like, this is my thing. I, I've seen, yeah. I've seen stuff where unicorns are, like, running on rainbows where, as a leprechaun, is like, that is showing everyone where <laughs> my gold is.
3: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> rainbow. No,
2: I wonder That's if it so has, to be, I wonder if it's along the line of the Pegasus thing again, because in the sky, Pegasus would be possibly there when a rainbow was there. Oh. and um, Maybe that yeah. happened with the whole confusion of that of like just like associating it
0: yeah oh, i'm not yeah. sure i, I mean, do I mean, think it's clever marketing though
1: yeah because there's like things where i it, it almost seems like the unicorns are making rainbows with their horn and stuff too i've yeah. seen thing the versions fingers. of that oh, yeah. like, like they go. shoot a oh, yeah like they shoot it. a rainbow yeah. out
2: oh and then there's that whole thing of unicorn shooting rainbows out of their butt. yeah <laughs> the unicorn oh yeah thing. yeah i think it, i think it started on youtube and um, it just yeah, like, it's like everybody wants to talk about stuff coming out of unicorns, but it's like cotton candy and skins yeah. and stuff. Like it's so and weird.
0: That, I think it's because it's like they're magical. Everything they do, and so right. so as a joke, people say life is hard. It's not like unicorns pooping cotton candy or pooping glitter.
2: I've, I've heard yeah. things. Right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard it, and I hate it
3: <laughs> because it's almost <laughs> kind of like
2: tarnishing the idea of it. Is yes. That why? Yes. It's just like that's like unicorns don't poop they don't they're just these beautiful <laughs> pure creatures that are just protecting everybody like in, we just washed the last unicorn yeah like that's something that mortal creatures do unicorns don't do that she never once ate anything yeah <laughs> i don't know so it's I just, too funny people are trying to attribute our own gross features to this beautiful mm-hmm. creature that is otherworldly and i am sick of it <laughs> <laughs> okay i have one more thing to read
0: okay instagram is probably the biggest contributor to the unicorn phase or or popularity like an avocado in the food world unicorns are perhaps the most instagrammable of all creatures with unit with hashtag unicorn at seven million posts and counting
4: wow i know i gotta use
0: that (laughs) (laughs) one of the unicorns first appearances in fantasy literature was was in Lewis Carroll's Through the Looking Glass. Mm -hmm. And um, the unicorn says to Alice, well, now that we have seen each other, if you'll believe in me, I'll believe in you. Which is kind of cool. I do like Alice. Alice, I want to learn an Alice Through the Looking Glass. But yeah.
2: Um, I was Googling pictures of unicorns and I came across this one. Not sure how that comes into play. I like it. Yep. I've, I've seen, seen that one. It's
0: yeah. a manly man in a unicorn and I really admire that
2: take on um, applying a unicorn to your own life that way. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's
0: good. Well, that's all the lore that I, I think we have of unicorns. Um, I will say, so when I was a, um, I was a cake decorator for how long? Two years? Three years? I'm not sure. They wouldn't give me a raise, so I quit. But um, when when I was there, I did a lot of unicorn cakes. And they're just... They're big. And they were pretty fun. And usually people would request, if not rainbow icing for, like, the mane. Um, it would be light blue, pink, and, and purple f- for for the hair. And it was pretty fun in all, all ages. But usually... <laughs> it was little girls or like women that were going to turn 40 which is like yes. it was a very specific group but i was like is this for you why are you whining mm. oh, loki's boy. loki's feeling left out all right thanks for joining us for unicorn lore we split this episode up because right after we talked about the lore we did a review on a movie that we watched together called the last unicorn and that will be the next episode that is uploaded hope you enjoy Thanks for listening, my little strange links. I hope you join us next time. Scare you later.